Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose, where I strategize with business owners on how to grow and scale their businesses to hit their income goals. This is episode 339 of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose. Today, we're going to be talking about three membership site examples converted from a course with Melody Johnson. I am super excited about this episode because as someone who has had a membership site for six years, years. Yes, that's right. I have had Mastering Your Influence, my membership site now for six years. I can always continue to learn things. And I got so many great little tidbits of how I can continue to improve my membership site and how I can help my clients that also have membership sites improve theirs. So I want to make sure that you listen into this episode. You're going to hear her give examples of B2B, and I'm always going to bring you back to B2C. You all need to think about how you can possibly continue to share your expertise and think about creating that course content that you may already have, whether it's a workshop, whether it's a one-off video, whatever it might be, and technically and tweak it to be able to turn it into something that can be recurring revenue through a membership site. All right, you guys, let's dive in. Hi, Melody. How are you? Jenny, I'm so great. Thanks so much for having me. Of course. I'm so excited to have this conversation. Um, But before we jump into really talking about membership site examples that can actually be converted from a course, I would love for you to introduce yourself and your business to my audience. Yeah. So my name is Melody Johnson. I'm the founder of The Course Consultant. I help aspiring and scaling membership owners grow their recurring revenue with referrals and retention. So I'm so excited to be talking about this topic today, Jenny, because memberships are something I'm super passionate about, especially when it comes to businesses that really want to get their time and their energy back and they don't want to constantly be hustling for new clients. Yes, I love it. I myself have had a membership now for I want to say almost six years. And it is one of my favorite things. And I have a couple of clients that have been teetering on the edge of trying to decide is a membership site right for them or not. So I'm really excited about diving into this. Before we really get into like the bigger picture of a membership site, let's start really kind of basic. What is a membership site? What are we talking about when we say a membership site? Yeah. So a membership site is basically a way to provide exclusive content resources. And maybe there's also some coaching material that's associated with the owner of the business offering that as a service. And essentially what that is, it provides people with the ability to pay a subscription to this business. And that subscription price and the format of it and what is actually associated with the features and benefits is going to differ based off of your business model. And so I'm super passionate about it because sites can be very complex for membership owners, but they can also be very simple. So it really just depends on the membership owner and the way that they want to structure their content for their members. Yes, I love that. And I think it also, when you do it that way, that it can be that recurring revenue. It's also those continual people that are just a huge piece of your community. It's They're definitely there for you and for what it is that you're about to share or create for them. So I love... Big fan of memberships. So how can we actually create a membership site from a course or course material? 
Yeah, a lot of people are already creating a course. You know, there there may be people out there who in your audience have a course. And so Mm -hmm. one of the easiest things that you can do is, is actually look at where your students are struggling. Product creation is really all about helping your students and helping them solve the problem that they're facing in a simple way that's going to save them time, energy, and in the sense of if you're a B2B business, then also help them generate revenue. And so if you own a business that's maybe a B2B business, or if you're a B2C business, it really just is about helping solve those problems, right? So a membership that is created from a course could be something as simple as adding some sort of coaching office hours. For example, that might look like a co-working session. Maybe on a monthly basis, you're going to go through a specific part of the course. And each month, you will go over a specific concept. That might look like revisiting some of the course materials that you've actually had in your Google Drive or an old video that you hosted on Vimeo. And you're actually going to review that with your students inside of a co-working session. I love co-working specifically because it helps people go from idea to action. And that's why I think it's really important not just to create great curriculum because I actually come from an education background. My master's degree is in instructional design and then I did corporate training. I studied early childhood education. So I'm a big fan of building beautiful curriculum But if nobody's actually using it, it's not helping you as the owner because you need great testimonials. So co-working is a great way to turn your ideas and curriculum into action and have that ongoing support where people can speak with you. Um, It's not for every type of membership owner. Some people like to do something lower key. So there could be a couple of different options, which I'm happy to share with you. uh, I would love that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So um, another way you can actually convert your course into a membership is by having something a little bit lower touch. That could be like office hours on Voxer. So if you have a Voxer group, um, and if someone's not familiar with Voxer, it's a free, what I like to call walkie-talkie app that allows you to talk in real time with another person. You can also communicate via text. You can share gifts. I'm in a couple of Voxer groups myself, and I absolutely love it. It's so great because I can just be literally in the car, adding a note. I could be at the coffee shop. I don't have to be in front of the camera. It's really low effort, low pressure, but at the same time, highly valuable because Mm -hmm. it provides people with that support. So for example, I might say something in an email to my newsletter from my membership owners. Hey, by the way, on Friday, I'm going to be offering Voxer office hours. Please feel free to come in. Talk a little bit about your questions. You've got this quick training that I'm going to send your way. Maybe it's a Loom video for the focus for the month, for the topic that you're centralized on. Maybe it's something that you really wanted to share in in the Voxer group and just provide some sort of coaching over a specific thing. Or maybe it's just some sort of curriculum or podcast that you want to share. And then you're going to ask people to hop in. The great thing is it's come as you are. There's no formal process. If you want to make it more formal, you can create a form and have people fill out the form and then answer those questions that way. But um, I think it's easier just to say, you have questions, come inside the group, ask those questions. I'm here to answer them. So it's really awesome. Um, the third way that you can do it is to have a paid newsletter. And this is one of my favorite ways to help people who maybe are looking for something that's lower touch. Again, not something that's on camera, not 
coaching, it's going to be something that can still create some consistent revenue for you, but maybe doesn't require you to consistently make new content all the time. And I think that for aspiring membership owners or even experienced membership owners who maybe had a membership before and they're rethinking, trying to bring it back up again, that having a paid newsletter and associating it with your course is excellent. So like, for example, I have a a, a colleague who owns a podcast marketing company. And so what she does is actually coaches people with their podcast. And she decided that she wanted to help these podcasters who are looking for grants and funding. And she created this paid newsletter. You get access to the course, but you also get access to weekly grants. And every single week she sends grants and information that she compiles and she was doing already, but she generated so much buzz and excitement over this idea and had training associated with that. And so uh, I believe her release schedule is, I'm not sure if it's weekly or bi-weekly, but talk about an excellent service that she's offering monthly recurring revenue right to her bank account. Plus she was already doing it. So now she's just adding an income stream. So very cool idea. Yes. I love that. And I love the fact that those are time sensitive, right? So it has to be real time relevant, almost makes it easier, I would think, to do a newsletter in that form. As far as the subscription model for it to be paid, I'm thinking of... So I've got a client who does grocery deals, right? So that would be something that would Mm -hmm. be perfect for that because it is time sensitive. It's real right there. And valuable for that. Um, I love those ideas. And the co-working for me just kind of blew me away. I was like, yeah, that makes so much more sense than just dropping the content and expecting them to watch it. Because I think that's one of the drawbacks I often will find with a membership site is that you give so much information, especially if you've had it for a long time, (laughs) that it can get overwhelming when you get in there. So to go back and review certain pieces that's already been delivered so brilliant. I love it. So yeah. let's talk about the benefits of a membership site. What are they? Yeah. So it really depends on the business model that you have, Jenny, but it's perfect for, let's say, someone who wants to have that consistent recurring revenue. They want to have warm leads in their audience. So the first benefit is consistent, stable, recurring revenue. You have a steady base of income that's coming in every single month. And obviously, when you're just starting out, that is going to be smaller, but you can grow it, right? You can still offer different types of services, or maybe if you're offering other courses in your life, uh, in business, or maybe you offer something else. Maybe you're in e-commerce business. Um, A subscription just makes sense. You want to be able to offer a variety of different products, packages, and services to your audience who wants to buy from you time and time again. So it can be an introduction to your primary offer. That could be something like an introduction to your premium group coaching program. It could be something that you offer at the end of your group coaching program. It could be something that you offer in different levels or tiers. And so I think that having that recurring revenue is a delight for you. It's a delight for your customers. And to not offer a membership Again, it's not for everyone, but you could be leaving money on the table if you've been trying to create everything from scratch every single month, trying to throw up a new service all the time, when you could just have new people coming into your world, liking what you do, 
deciding that they need to work with you deeper or offer uh, to purchase something else from you. So it's a great way to generate those warm leads. So those are just a few of the, the examples. Yes, no, and I love those. For those that are listening that may not have course material or don't quite have anything to kind of like use from a library or something like that that they've already had, is there a way to do a membership site without having that content? Yeah, yeah. I I think membership sites are one of the the great things that you can pre-sell. You don't actually have to have anything. I would say probably maybe one or two things and a real clear focus and content. So uh, membership sites can also be iterative. They By that, I mean that they may not fully be fleshed out in the sense that they're going to be a living, breathing thing. Unlike a course, which again, you can make updates to, the core concepts are generally there. A membership is something that you can start with a core focus and then build on in a quarterly, annual, or monthly basis. And so if you're looking at something by building it from scratch, as long as you have a clear focus, you can create it, pre-sell it, and get some people in the door, validate that product, and then start growing it again and again and again, and start getting more feedback and deciding where you want to take it. And so having that clear vision for your membership, at least for the first year or even the first six months is really crucial. Yes. And I think sometimes people will jump into a membership site when their email list is kind of small or their audience is kind of small and assume that, oh, people don't want a membership site because it didn't go over as well as they expected it to. When in reality, you just need a larger audience and time to figure out what's going to work well. And I think one of the things about my membership site, and I've watched other clients with theirs, is that being okay with pivoting a little bit. The way you started, the way I started six years ago is not the way I run it now. You have to be willing to like take feedback from your people. Like you said, pre-sell it, get some feedback, figure out what's going to work best for them, um, and then go from there to create it. So you mentioned before about a group program. Do you think a membership site and a group program can coexist? Yes, I do. And this is a really great question that I actually had from one of my coaching clients. And she said, I feel like a membership is going to, in her words, cannibalize my other offers. Because what if I'm going to be teaching some of the same things, or if I'm devaluing the group coaching program that I've built that actually is so transformational. And so what I said was, you know, it can coexist. And here's a couple of reasons why. Number one, a membership doesn't have to be an introductory offer. I think that's what people often associate with the way that their uh, their packages or services are offered. It can be at the end of it, at the, at the back. So for instance, I know one of um, my previous coaches is actually a financial coach. And so um, she actually has uh, spoken with me about the way her pricing and her packages were structured. And so the way she she did it was she had this beautiful program that was a group coaching program. And at the end of it, there was actually a subscription. There was a membership. Um, she did that also with her one-on-one clients where they went through this program one-on-one. And then at the end, there was a subscription. And so she said that her retention rate, meaning like people actually wanting to buy again from her was really, really high. And it was because of that deep effort and work that people have created. And so I think that's one of the common misconceptions that people have. You can offer at the back end. And also you do not have to create something 
in the same way. For instance, you don't have to give the same high level of service. So you can decrease the amount of delivery that you're doing by offering lower touch options like emails, like newsletters, group offers, like Boxer, co-working. It doesn't have to be deep level group effort coaching. It doesn't have to be that service where you're you're just hustling all the time and you're, you're not actually charging a higher price point. So it really is something that you can customize to your, your own business. Yes. I could not agree more. And that is part of my business model is having a membership site and then also doing a smaller group program that's higher level. I think a lot of my people will come from my membership site and then want to go into my mastermind programs. But like you said, when it when we look at my funnel, it usually is there's a course as the first entry, and then we go into membership site. It's that idea of you've gotten your answer, you know how to do it, but you're going to have some more questions and you want to continue to develop your business and your influence. I'm going to show you how to do that in the membership site. And then if you really need a little bit more like high touch, do a group program or do one-on-one. So... I love this model and I think it can work for anyone. I have clients that are uh, talk about goats and like that is what they talk about. They have a course on how to, to have kids, goat kids, not real kids. Um, and then they have a membership site because there's so many questions that come up after that course because it can be personally specific to those people's goats, which seems like a crazy topic to be talking about, but it is very profitable for her. So there's lots of different things that you can be doing this. I know I use a B2B example. And a lot of times my listeners will go, "Eh, it's not going to work for me. When in reality, those are the ones that really can work for. So what would you say is the biggest mistake made when creating a membership site? I think trying to build everything so that it's so perfect that you actually stop yourself from selling it and really listening to what your customers want and or your prospective customers. And so product research is something that's an art form that's really not talked about enough when it comes to productizing your services, your coaching, your curriculum, your framework, your your life. There's so many things that you won't know until you actually ask. And so you can ask past clients, customers, students, uh, people that are in the industry for feedback and having some quick questions that you ask them. You can do it on a quick coffee chat. You can send a quick email. You can create a form. Asking people first what they want before you develop it is super important. And I think the second biggest mistake that people make is often trying to create something constantly all the time. They build up and tell themselves, okay, I'm going to create something every single month and it's going to go out every single month or even maybe every week. And so what they do is they start overwhelming their operations. They don't have a clear framework. They don't have a clear procedure. And so they're stuck behind the wheel trying to drive this thing and also market by uh, throwing up balls and juggling all these things in the air. And it can feel very exhausting. And so what you want to do before you do that is have a clear vision of what are you going to be talking about? Stay super clear and and specific because the more you add into your membership, the harder it's going to be to sell it because you can't be so general that there's no clear focus. So if you have a clear focus, you have a clear vision, you know at the back end of what you're going to actually be delivering on a weekly, monthly, quarterly, or yearly basis, 
then you have a framework for success. Then you feel confident. You won't have resistance to sell it because you actually love it. You love the clients that you work with. You love the students that you work with. You love the people. And really, that's what it's all about. Personally, for me, I'm a, uh, an adoptive mom. I'm busy. I've got life happening. And I want to help people. But I want to do it in a way that I can grow the sustainable revenue for myself, for my clients, for our great. I love them. And I want to help them as well achieve the same. Yes, I definitely see it's normally that burnout. So being able to know exactly what the membership site can look like, so important. So tell me about your membership launch checklist that you're offering for my audience for free. Yeah, so I think that one of the key things to do when planning out a membership site is to really get the key concepts of your membership created as well as creating a launch plan. And by launching, I'm referring to actually sharing it with the world, sharing your ideas, sharing what it's about, what it's for, how you can help and how it solves your problems. And so this membership launch checklist is actually what I've been working on behind the scenes with my clients and students to help people craft their core ideas create a roadmap for success for them, not only from the time that they launch it out into the world, but as they build that connection with their members, because truthfully, that's what it's about. It's building that connection with your members long-term in onboarding and the way that you deliver your content. And the launch checklist is great. It's got some prompts, uh, some quick questions about how you can organize. There's also some really cool things that I am really excited about, including you can add dates to it. If you have somebody to help you, like a virtual assistant, this is really perfect. And if you have some ideas about, okay, where should I start with my email list or social media? These are some great tools and resources to help you organize all of that information all in one spot, all in Google Docs. It's so easy. And I hope that it helps your audience. Yes. No, I love that. It sounds like exactly what I needed when I was going to launch my own membership site and wish I had had that sort of direction and ideas of what needs to go into it instead of needing to pivot a couple different times throughout the years. <laughs> So I will make sure we're going to link to that in the show notes for everyone listening. Melanie, I appreciate you so much for taking the time to speak with me and my audience. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's been great chatting with you. All right. Clearly, I could continue talking to Melody all day. Can you tell she's a former teacher? The way that she very strategically took you through the different steps that you could take to take that course and convert it into a membership site. And then also continue to give us ideas that if you don't have a course, how you could still create a membership site that could work for you and your business. It's all about making it work for you and your audience. What are they looking for? What do they need from you? I hope by now that you've already gone and grabbed Melody's membership site checklist. It is going, that launch checklist is going to help you tremendously. Like I said in the episode, it is something that I wish I had when I first started because she's going to make sure that you're clear on what it is that you are delivering as well as how you are going to launch it. So make sure if you haven't already, hop over to the show notes or you can send me a DM on Instagram at Jenny underscore Melrose and I will send that over to you. Otherwise, you guys, I will see you all next time. 